Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Let's get straight into the Eddie Jones press conference. First thing he was asked about, he was asked about his decision to back the youth. Yeah, look, as I said, you know, I came into to the Wallabies uh, short preparation time. I had to make a quick decision on what we do. I had a look at the resources we had, the players we had. I made a decision we've got to go with youth. Uh, that's the best option for Australia going forward. I made that decision and and the results of the World Cup weren't how we hoped, but I still think I've made the right decision there. Can you respond then to criticisms now that going for a youth policy into a World Cup looking ahead wasn't the right call, that perhaps you should have included some of the veterans that you left out? Well, everyone's got their their own judgment, haven't they? And they're allowed to have that judgment. My choice was that I decided to go with youth and I stand by that because I think those players, we've got a lot of good young players there, a lot of good young players who are really going to benefit from that experience at the World Cup and go forward to the 2027 World Cup. How do you benefit from getting pumped by Minos? Oh, not Minos, but getting pumped and not making the quarterfinal stage for the first time. Those guys will be broken. If he's the magician he says he is and they, he can get them to learn from that, all power to you, Edric. Um Good luck with that. Uh, next thing from Eddie. Uh, is this the squad in his mind moving forward or does change need to be made? 100%. You know, if you just look at the number of players we took to the World Cup, the number of players that still got to reach their peak, you know, they just go through a Bell, Tupo, Frost, Valentini, Hooper, McWright, McDermott, Donaldson, uh, Mark, Jorgensen, yeah, there's a number of players there that are just at the start of their international careers. I think most of them showed during that World Cup that they've got enough to, to really go forward and be, be very good players for Australia. Then we throw in a few few other players from around the place and we've got a nucleus of a really good team. And that's, that's the most positive thing. And sometimes, you know, when you have change, everyone hates change because it's uncomfortable. You know, everyone likes the status quo. And we, we had the courage, whether it be the right courage, to make the choice that we were going to go with the younger squad. And I think this younger squad's going to, going to stand Australia in good stead. So, Eddie, where did it all go wrong in France? And obviously the team didn't perform to your expectations or the expectations of the Australian public. Why was that? Uh, we just weren't good enough, mate. You know, you just got to watch the quarterfinals of the weekend. We're not at that level. And we can't pretend to be at that level, but can we be at that level by 2027? Yes, we can. It was described as by some greats as, as men playing boys. Would you agree with that? Oh, well, I wouldn't say that, but, yeah, we're off the pace, definitely off the pace. But the opportunity to get better is there. And you do still have passion to coach? Massively, mate. What's driving you? Oh, I love the game, mate. Yeah, I love the game. I love working with young players. I love seeing some of the young players maturing during the World Cup and some of them struggle, you know, and that's all part of it. Um, but I love the game and I love coaching young players. 
His use of the word mate, I feel like if you read the written transcription, it'd be mate and then in brackets, you don't know what you're talking about. It's quite a derogatory use of mate. Uh, So what does Rugby Australia need to do now, Eddie? Well, I think for the last 20 years in Australia, we've spoken about getting more aligned. You know, we've had a federated system and I think we need to get everyone more aligned. You've just got to look at the World Cup in 2023. You know, two of the, the most impressive rugby countries at the moment, France and Ireland. They've both got united systems, they've got, both got aligned systems, and they both weren't good enough to make the semi-finals of the World Cup. You know, to, to, make, to make the semi-finals of the World Cup and to win the World Cup in 2027, we need the whole country to get aligned. That's from the grassroots all the way up. And I think over the period of time that I've been away, we've got more and more fractured. And this is now the opportunity to get more and more aligned. Now, now I'm not an administrator, mate, so I don't know how to do it. I'm just a, a basic coach. I go out there with a whistle, I blow the whistle, yell and scream, put an arm around the player every now and then. So I can't tell you how to do that. And I'm not going to try to tell you how to do that. That's for smarter people than me. Understood. But what do you mean by alignment? What exactly? Well, I think every, everyone working together, mate, from the grassroots, from, from little kids down at Randwick, uh, to super rugby teams, to the Wallaby teams, we're all working together to put together the most powerful rugby national team we can put together. Mate, uh, there's one more question. I haven't heard the answer. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Uh, one more question. Last ad break before the news, and we'll play it out. The last piece of the Eddie Jones press conference, as I said, I haven't heard his answer to this. He was asked, is rugby dying in Australia? I don't think it's dying, mate. Yeah, but I think we're in a difficult situation. If I look at when I left to now, like the, the difference between the NRL and the AFL to where I was is massive, you know, and that's definitely affected our talent pool, definitely. So we've got to work harder at those areas, and that's what I mean, we've got to get aligned. Because we've not only got to, we've got to fix things at top level, we've got to f- fix things at the, the, at the talent identification, recruitment, development level. We've got, to get, we've got to get more players into the game, better players in the game. At the moment, NRL is stealing them all. Are you feeding that into Rugby Australia? Uh, we're constantly having those discussions, mate. Eddie, when you were appointed in January, it was also to oversee the Wallaroos. Will you be turning your attention to them now? Uh, yeah, I'd like to spend more time with them, mate. So you'll be heading to New Zealand for their test? Uh, not at this stage. I think I've got enough here to worry about, mate. Eddie, what makes you the right man to take Australian rugby forward specifically? It's not been in the just a couple of weeks for you, Eddie. Yeah. How have you been coping just yourself? Fantastic, mate. Great. Fantastic. Is rugby now at the bottom of the pile in terms of football codes in this country? Uh, well, I think we're struggling, mate. But there's there's the opportunity for us. That's the opportunity for us. Big opportunities for Australia. <laughs> What's overseas the Wild Roost? Oh, you're going to New Zealand to watch the play? No, mate, got a lot on. See where his priorities are, mate. So I, I just said to you in the air break uh, before... Man, how cool would it actually be? And I know it's probably never going to happen, but how cool would it be to see Australia be where Ireland's at right now in terms of being a world powerhouse, having all of the talent identification spot on, the junior programs, the alignment that he's talking about, and have them be one of the number one teams in the world? I think it'd be amazing for I, everyone. Yeah, I think it's it'd be good. I want to see Fiji get more. My take out of the World Cup, and we'll do a big review of the World Cup at the end. I want Fiji to get more. I want Tonga to be recognised and get more meaningful games. I want um, Portugal, Uruguay, these guys to have, call it an emerging nations that mirrors yep. the Six Nations. Get them playing. Get them playing because they bring so much. Six Nations Div 2. 
Yep. Something <laughs> like that. Something like that. Yep. But include South America. That is, there's so much untapped potential of athletes down there. I mean, yes, we've got Argentina, but Uruguay, they've got some wonderful players. Georgia need more dinners at the big table as well. There's plenty on. Spain, it's really popular in Spain. Anyway, we'll take the one o'clock news with Johnny Mac. After that, Jamie Heaslip, former Irish captain. I caught up with him yesterday. We'll play it out. Really uh, inspiring chat from him. Thought-provoking. He's hurting, but he's celebrating as well. So Jamie Heaslip, out of the former Irish camp, he's after the news.